we are all the way up and you know what it is. It's another day with your boys on the Fag Center. Oh, the band is back together. I'm not by myself. I have the founder, valedictorian, the father, Jackson and Jordan. Mr. GB, what's happening? Hey, man, it's a good day. And uh, I'm just happy that the band's back together. I, it just, the band is back. It just feels right what's journey without peter satara like what, what is it you know i mean you just can't have these kinds of things and so the band's back i feel great it's a great day to be here after a two-month hiatus mm-hmm. the that mouth of memphis is back it's yes. been that long brother it has and the rumors you, aren't sir. true he's not been fired <laughs> I was allowed by my boss to take maternity leave, so I appreciate <laughs> my extended absence. And yes. uh, he did not uh, fire me. He kept me on during the pandemic, so I appreciate mm-hmm. that. <laughs> and, uh, to all of our listeners, all of our fans, I missed you guys. I'll tell you what, though, I haven't seen Josh Spiele in the comments in a while. I don't know what's up with that. Oh, the old, the, the Spillmeister. Uh, Where is the Spillmeister these days? That's a great question. I don't know. Uh, I don't Hopefully know. Hopefully Hopefully he's doing well. The band is back. Yeah. Yo, GB normally asks, but how's everybody doing? You know what? Uh, it's good to be alive. Um, I, I don't take that stuff for granted anymore. You know, like real, we're, real. we're hunted prey. So uh, I'm, I'm glad to be. And you know what? I'm glad that New Japan is back. H- hence New my Japan L.I.J. shirt. Uh, I'm, I'm glad they are back and they have figured it out. They have got uh, crowds with them. They're running shows. They were a bit smarter than those of us in the States. They decided to keep their masks on and do all that needed to be done to make sure that they could get back to uh, business as usual. So a uh, shout out to New Japan and uh, all the cool things that are happening there. Yeah. Uh, Clack, how are you, man? Man, I'm good. Um, I don't have any uh, positive wrestling testimonies. I think wrestling is in the worst shape of its life. And uh, I have been under the careful tutelage of my wrestling perspective by one Mr. Jimmy Cornette. Oh! Shout out Jimmy Cornette. He has has been uh, schooling me and and, and tutoring (laughs) me and mentoring me and letting me know that the young bucks are awful and Oh, man. He's just just letting me know it's all. Who's going to really get their eye plucked out? You know, he's he's been (laughs) on me over these last two months. Do you really believe someone's going to get their eye poked out in this? (laughs) Man, when I tell you, man, Cornette, he's offended. He's he's really offended. He feels like people have really damaged wrestling. I'm going to live long enough to piss on Vince Russo's grave when he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Christabel. <laughs> Speaking of the reason there even was maternity leave, Christabel Clack. That, um, that, that, that was great. <laughs> you never know who's going to show listen, up here. You on never the know. She might as well go, go on by to where she's going. She's got going her fire out. That's really what the real issue is. She's got her fresh grades. Oh. Oh. So they're they're, they're, they're to the back rep- prison style. Rep- oh. She's representing San Antonio. <laughs> when Kawhi was here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I saw Kawhi one time uh, in, in La Cantera in San Antonio. He's a tall guy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Good stuff. Well, guys, uh, we've got a special show. We have been actually cooking this show up uh, for a few weeks now. And, um, you know, what we've decided to do is allow our quick hits to try to handle as much current material that's going on. But um, for these gatherings, I thought it'd be good to kind of get into some topical conversation. And so today's discussion is what I'd like to title The Complicated Legacy of Vince McMahon. Now, depending upon who you ask, Vince McMahon, uh, to Clack is a father, to Courtney is a villain, and to many others, he falls somewhere in between. You know, we've seen the philanthropic side of him at times. Um, but then you've also seen the side of him uh, that gets uh, played out on Dark Side of the Ring um, and several other stories that may be out. So we wanted to take some time to talk about what the complicated legacy of Vince McMahon is. We'll get into some of his history, some of what he has accomplished, and some of where he is now relative to pro wrestling, the WWE, and what his ultimate legacy will be. Um, and so with that, I guess I can start with you, Clack, because you have been such a strong proponent of Vince McMahon over the years. I want to start and ask you kind of what would you say would be Vince McMahon's maybe top three quality um, relative to the sport of pro wrestling? Um, you, you have to give him trailblazer. Okay. You have to give him initiator. And you have to give him agitator. I think these three qualities have shaped in the totality of his existence. You know, uh, August 24th, 1945 was an amazing day. That's the day Vincent Kennedy McMahon body slammed his mother's vagina and came out of the womb kicking and wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I think the qualities that he has displayed for anybody that has any type of business acumen or would like any, I think over the body of work of his organization, I think he is to be admired. I think that he some kind of way even weaved in biblical opportunities. Uh, he is not the first person to wrestle God. He's not even the first person to wrestle God and win. So I, I, don't, I don't think that he uh, has done too much damage. I would say the worst thing he's probably done is put Donald Trump in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. I think that's the worst thing he's done. Hmm. 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 So these are just my introductory thoughts on the Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Very, very, the, we're going to revisit some of those as well because you said some interesting adjectives that I want to dig into. Uh, Courtney, let, let's give you that same question. What uh, would be, you think, the three qualities or adjectives that would describe Vince McMahon in terms of his legacy? Vincent Kennedy McMahon, I think he is bedazzling. bedazzling. I think that, yeah, I think he's bedazzling. I think that he uh, looked at the higher seat and wanted that. And I also think that he knows how to win a crowd. Uh, but I'd be... You know, line of I didn't say that those are the same attributes of Lucifer. Uh, wanted the higher seat, bedazzling, and could win a crowd. Do with that as you will. 
So let let let's let's say this. I think there's a couple my opening here. statement. Your your opening statement. You know, one of the reasons why we're calling this the complicated legacy is because there is a unique duality. I think to uh, Vince McMahon. On the one hand, um, how do you not appreciate a guy who is one could argue a self-made billionaire? You know, a guy who did uh. not. He was not born with a silver spoon. Here's a guy who. Uh, really may relate to a lot of people in, you know, life currently uh, born to a mom where the dad would ultimately leave uh, and take uh, his brother with him. And he would not uh, meet his dad again until he was age 12. And so Vince has a brother. Vince has a brother. His brother's name is Rod. Rod. Yes. His brother's name is Rod. And Rod Rod McMahon. Yes, Rod, uh, Vince's father, Vincent J. McMahon, took his brother Rod, left his wife, um, and left Vince there with uh, his, his mother. And there's an interesting quote where um, Vince's stepfather uh, apparently died, and uh, Vince is quoted by saying, it's too bad he died because I would have preferred to have killed him. I would have enjoyed killing him. Um, and that was because uh, that, well, that's because his stepfather was abusive to his mother. So you're dealing with a guy who grew up in North Carolina, has a business license from East Carolina University, um, a guy who, by all stretches of the imagination, was, if I were to use a Dusty Rhodes reference, a common man, um, did not have uh these types of things in his blood, but what was in his blood was this whole idea of being a promoter and things of this nature. And so, you know, you've got a guy, and I think Clack, you kind of alluded to the fact that he has a unique work ethic. Um, I want you, Clack, to unpack your three statements because you called him an agitator, you called him an innovator, and um, you, you, it was a trailblazer as well. Unpack those because there's a couple of those I'm really interested in here. Yeah, I, I think the uh, the innovative innovative part of him is to take wrestling from where it was into Hall of Fame status. Now, right now, the product is piss poor because of the lack of talent. I don't think it's necessarily the lack of vision. Uh, so, but I, I think we're how Vince skyrocketed wrestling and really made it mainstream and even made it entertainment. Uh, I think he was very innovative with that. Now the agitator part, I think is what every successful person has to have. You've got to agitate employees. You've got to agitate your competition. You've got to agitate yourself. If not, complacency sits in. And I think, although I don't know him personally, I think his work ethic repels complacency. And I think that's why a lot of guys or girls or whatever don't last with him long because they try to back him into a corner with their idea of their creative complacency. And I think Vince McMahon is always looking for a way to kick the door down. I do not think that the attributes of Lucifer are as applied to him as it could be applied to mankind. I think Courtney's got those same devilish qualities. He wants to be in a seat, and, and he's for sure bedazzled. Um, he sent me a picture of him. It just begged me not to, to send it. My wife, his wife, four of us in group chat, and Gwinnetta sent me a picture of him with these Mardi Gras beads and these earrings. 
like all the way around and it was a speckled shirt with his it was like his, his gap it was it was weird but i didn't judge him for that i didn't hold on a second actually if you'll go to www <laughs> i couldn't hold it so you know i i think those qualities that Ms. mcmahon has that are luciferian i think everybody has those in them somewhere it's called the flesh hmm Courtney, would you like to, to respond to that? Some very Absolutely, I'd like to respond. First and foremost, I'd like to say, forgive me if you're a little background noise. We're getting some work done around the house. And uh, so if you're some background conversations, that's exactly what it is. Uh, Vincent Mann, uh, brother of Rod, will you? Rod lives in Houston, also as a bodybuilder. And I'll give you one little short fact that I found out is that if Vincent Mann, if he went to jail back in the 80s, he was going to give the company to Rod and Pat Patterson to, to actually work. And when Mr. McMahon was blown up inside of that limo, he was going to bring Rod in as a storyline. But tell me what kind of person gets blown up one week and is on TV the next week. A devil, a demon, Lucifer, Vince. So Vince is blown up in a limo and comes back. Vince McMahon is a lot of things, but over the years, we've discovered this. We've discovered that, yes, he is a billionaire, self-made billionaire. Yes, he's made wrestling famous, but he also stole the company basically from his father. He lied to his father and said, I am not going to, uh, to, to go into other people's territories. And what did he do? He started going into other territories, stealing, breaking all the codes of wrestling, because he had an idea of what entertainment. He didn't care about wrestling. He cared about entertainment. And over the years, he's used the likes of an Andre the Giant. He's used the likes of a Jake the Snake. He's used the likes of so many guys who had real troubles. Jimmy, poor Jimmy, poor Jimmy Snooker. He used Jimmy Snooker if you look at Dark Side of the Ring. Owen Hart, I mean, poor Owen. Owen would still be with us if Vince weren't trying to be a sports entertainment company and just focus on being a wrestling company. But that's okay because here in San Antonio, I will tell you, this is one of the wildest nights that you've ever heard about with Vince McMahon. Many of you guys heard the story about when Mr. McMahon took the Road Warriors uh, finisher in a random bar that actually here in San Antonio that happened. He also took a few other finishers here at San Antonio. So I think Vince McMahon comes across as the guy's guy, but really Vince McMahon finds himself to be a liar. Um, Clack, you look like you have something you'd like to say in regards Vince to Vince McMahon gave us the greatest character wrestling has ever seen. No, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. He stumbled upon it. He happened to show the true version of himself when Vince, I'm not Mr. talking about Mc... Mr. McMahon. No, see, see, that's where you hated perspective of wrestling because you're so full of hatred and you're so full of bitterness. Who are you talking about? The greatest character, polluted Corona veins. Who, who, I saw you coughing earlier. Who, so who was actually the greatest so character? The greatest Please don't tell me character you're talking ever. about. The greatest character ever presented to wrestling ever is Goldust. Goldust was so cutting edge. Goldust was so uh, he was he was just beyond any and everything we had ever seen. Goldust, he's relevant. Goldust, Goldust is a more intriguing character than the Undertaker. He's more intriguing than HBK. He's more intriguing than Rowdy Piper, Hulk Hogan. Gold Dust's longevity and the strength of his character offended, excited, 
made people pay attention. You wanted to see him get beat up. Then he switched it and connected with Booker T and R-Truth. He gave us the greatest character, character that transcends time and space into Hollywood. This is what I mean. You become so fixated on WWF, WWE, that you don't even know real wrestling history. I take you back to one Adrian Adonis, East-West Connection, North-South Connection, Adrian Adonis, AWA. I can read too. I could have just looked it up. You're reading it. No, 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 no. Adrian Adonis is actually, Goldust is Adrian Adonis 2.0. Well, that's all he is. If we're gonna do that, let's yeah. you, you have to go before Adrian Adonis to the exotic Adrian Street because that's where we really first saw the androgynous type of character. Here's a guy who won the uh television championship with a kiss, a literal kiss. Um, so was that, that in WCW? That was that was actually NWA. That was the NWA. But 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 it played off of at that time um, the huge concerns about LGBTQ, et cetera, et cetera. Something that nowadays really wouldn't be that great of an issue. Um, but it's interesting because we we could actually have the debate on who the greatest character is because I think you know there are Vincent those Kennedy who, McMahon, Vinnie Mac. Well, I, I don't know. That, that. However you want to split that, Vince McMahon came up with it. He I, is one of the most brilliant wrestling promoting so, minds ever. And that so, alone so, should make him untouchable. So, 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 GB, maybe we should set the conversation in motion. But let's talk about the pluses of McMahon and then the negatives. Let's, because we'll do this the whole time. Let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, start, let's start with the pros and cons. The minuses, um, the cons. So let's, let's go he is with, a con. <laughs> let's, His, let's, what do you think Kennedy stands for? Well, let, oh my God. Let's go with the, the pros of Vince McMahon. Um, because I think, depending upon your perspective, one or the other can become inflated. So which, you know, let's start with the pros. What do you think? Let's each kind of do three pros of Vince McMahon and see if we can hit different ones. Clack will start. I won't, I won't even touch the, the, the conglomerate, the, the business juggernaut. I'll just give you individuals. Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, The Rock. We'll just, we could stop talking. <laughs> wow. We could stop. The Rock is not the most sought after movie star if it's not for Vince. I'm, I'm logging off. I'll see y'all in two months. Are you kidding me? <laughs> And for that alone, we should say nothing else about that man. So we look over all of the bodies. Wait, wait, that wait, 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 wait. We're yes, doing we're doing pros. Clearly, clearly, he's pros. taking his two months. Oh, oh I thought I thought we were talking about wrestling. I didn't know you were getting emotional and trying to bring his personal accusations into it. See, see, that's the we're problem. Talking about, we're talking about the totality ignore, of the you, man. You should say amen to this. You we, should say amen to we this. We are talking People about. love to ignore bodies of work to bring in personal accusations and things that they think that they find on a critical nature. About, I thought we were talking about his wrestling pedigree. We are talking about the resume of a man who stole his ideas, stole wrestlers. Who did, who did he steal the rock from? Who did he steal Stone Cold Austin from? Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. He stole Hulk Hogan. Well, he stole the ground they were built on. Are you well, crazy? He wait. stole the ground they were built on. 
Let let me let me let me come in. My three a... my three pros, GB, they're through the roof. Hogan, Austin, Rock. I and need those three people. I need three pros of Vince McMahon from you, Courtney. That are not three Hogan, pros. Austin, and The Rock. He gave us WrestleMania. That he did. He and gave he... us oh, what is WrestleMania? It's the what? What they call it the granddaddy of them all? The grandest spectacle of them all. Continue. Yeah, I know a lot of things that are a spectacle, okay? So let's not let's not consider that. This past WrestleMania was a spectacle, <laughs> if you will. So he oh, gave boy. us WrestleMania, he gave us the attitude era, and he gave us the network. Those to me are the three most famous things. Uh I started to put in the bodybuilding competition, but I didn't. So I went with those three. <laughs> Um, I, I will say WWWBW. Oh gosh! In terms of the pros for Vince McMahon, I would you you cannot ignore his desire to see pro wrestling as uh, to have a larger vision for pro wrestling, to see it as something that was bigger than being in the armories and being you know in the bingo halls. He saw a much larger vision for pro wrestling so i think that's one um i think one of the other things that was unique was that he wanted to well let me say it like this that he had enough of an awareness to figure out where the audience was meaning this in the 80s <laughs> he focused heavily on presenting this to children and making children his primary audience. When we get to the 90s, late 90s, by hook or by crook, he decided we're going to go after that all-important 18 to 35 demo. Um, and so I think he, he was wise there. And I think the third thing that he gave us, honestly, you know, his business acumen, um, it, it really is second to none. You know, to think about a guy who was born in a trailer who can become a billionaire, you know, um through and 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 let's l yes his business acumen i mean to take a sport like professional wrestling and figure out all of the ways to monetize it um from merchandise to getting these i mean let's let's look at this he managed to get a billion dollar television deal with fox and another you know 300 400 million dollar deal with usa he's he's like it or lump it he's launched a deal with uh saudi arabia he has figured out how to take how to lie to people he's figured out how to market a sport around the world where people have questions about the sport he did gb the same man a, has started a, xfl twice in his wait, wait 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 the same we're man talking started wwf bodybuilding the pros. same man how about We're the WWE nightclub in New York, which only lasted two years? I'm getting to the cons. How about you stay on task? We're talking about the pros of Vince McMahon. So I think his business acumen, I think his vision, and again, you know, the ability to market this sport around the world, um, I think it's 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 remarkable. I think it's remarkable. So we we've spent we've nailed varying pros, which I think are awesome. It's time to talk about some of the cons of vince mcmahon and not tony khan um cons of vince mcmahon uh clack let's start with you i'm gonna go get my con oh oh wait oh he's going to go get his con 
What in the world is he going to get? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to bring his whole television over. But what is he going to do? I have no clue. That wrestling fans are going to attribute to Vince McMahon is the exposing of the business. But I would like to suggest to you that if you own something, who paid for this? I paid for this. If I've heard horrible it, things about the 2K. And, and you want to open this up and show everybody what's on the inside of this? I've got the right because I own it. You can't imprison me with your expectations because of how you feel about this package. You didn't pay for it. I paid for it. So if I want to open this up and expose it, that is a tragedy to you. But me exposing it took my business to another level. It's the only con I got. It's a it's a subjective con. Okay, Courtney, what 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 are your uh, three cons of Vince McMahon? I'll actually second that right there, and I'll quote one Jim Cornette: "That is the worst day in." Re- I won't quote him exactly. <laughs> it's the worst day in wrestling history. <laughs> Vince mm-hmm. showed the golden goose. Things mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. Everything changed after that. So one, the day that Vince exposed the business to save his own hide. Courtney, can I ask a question? Can I ask you a no, question? You can't, I'm talking. No, I, 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 so, I need I need to no, ask no, no. you this. No, 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 no. I need, I need because to. at that same time, at no, that Courtney, same please, time. Let me ask you this. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Just real quick, and I'm gonna get out of your way. Did that decision overall? Make the wrestlers more money or less money? Less. We are in their pockets. Less. I don't. I disagree. Go ahead, less. A- and and we can talk about why. Go ahead, Courtney. Uh, I go back and say this again. Vince McMahon exposed the business. Once he did that. He shredded every territory that was still in existence and made it tough for wrestlers to travel the world and actually make a living because he pulled back the wizard's curtain. What is the other thing that Vince McMahon has done that has been contrary? When Vince is taking all of his money that he should have invested in his own product to make that better, and he's gotten subtracted, I'm sorry, he's gotten uh, you know, his attention focused on all these other ventures, XFL, bodybuilding, WWE Universe Complex, WWE Nation Complex, nightclubs, all these other things he's chosen to get, get behind, and he's, he's not done so well. He's a con nowadays? Because I just saw an Insta story from one Courtney Beard who was chasing a dream with the collective, and I commend him for that. You mean to tell me chasing dreams are contrary? Chasing dreams are contrary when you allow the main thing to die so that way you can go forward to something else. Wrestling has died. Wow. 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 I, I, we're going to dig into that. I promise we're going to dig into it. We, we got to dig into that. I'm going to say to me, the biggest cons of Vince McMahon. Um, I would say I'm going to have to echo this one. I do feel like. Um, him making the decision to call the business sports entertainment. The selfish to, decision. Well, and, and to me, why I felt a like that's a... Luciferian decision. Why I feel like that's a major con is 
Why I feel such a good quarterback. That is the XFL. You know what that is? That's a business venture. That's a passion being produced by a man that is not boxed into the four walls of what other people want him to die in. And and, and since you are talking about stuff dying, sometimes some stuff that starts off first needs to die because they don't respect you the way they should. We will not touch that one. <laughs> we so, will not. Uh, I, I will say this. I, Saints, don't read into that and don't reshare that. <laughs> I'm going to say that I do feel like the decision to expose the business was a major con because it wasn't just Vince McMahon and the WWE that was impacted. The entire sport, every organization, the NWA, yeah. every territory, and – to me, it's the reason why we have wrestlers today on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter with their birth name as their profile instead of their wrestling persona. And hanging, um, taking pictures with the person they have beef with. You know why? Because Vince has put the business in an entanglement. So, so that's a major con for me. Another major con for me are the multiple instances where Vince has shown that he does not care for his performers. Whether that is from uh, the treatment of Andre the Giant to the treatment mm. of Owen Hart to, mm-hmm. to the fact that these wrestlers... He didn't murder Owen. Owen was an accident. <laughs> wow. Uh, to the fact that these wrestlers... And you can, this is not hearsay, you can go on WWE's corporate uh, site to confirm this, that wrestlers are not employees of the WWE, but they are independent contractors. If you are an independent contractor, you are now responsible for your own benefits, for your own, et cetera. But as an independent contractor, I should be free to work with whomever, yet I am beholden to an organization that doesn't consider me an employee. That means you Think don't about care that. about your performers. And he that's, has a, a that's problematic. <laughs> so I, a I think that's a, of conning. Con I think that's that. a second one. The third con that I have with Vincent Kennedy McMahon is his lack of desire for succession. Vince McMahon uh, should have been wise enough to realize that his time as the head of this organization is limited. And the true way to ensure that you will reign forever and that your legacy will live is that you train others up and you pass the legacy to them. And here he is in his 70s, still trying to do what he was doing in his 50s, but there are sharper minds that he has employed that he will not hand the reins to. So his lack of a succession plan is one of my three cons. So what I want to do now is And that's why Bret Hart punched him in the face. I want to give us space to speak to any of the cons or pros that we have heard to kind of build whatever we think our case is for the legacy of Vince McMahon. So, Clack, go ahead and pick one thing that you want to speak to. My case is for the general public, our listeners. And my prayer for you is that you not take things so personal and be so overly emotional and cannot separate the character of a person 
from the productivity of their business. If we're talking about business, WWE, in-ring product, entertainment, and we're not talking about how the wrestlers are treated or who they think Vince killed and all that. I, I'm just saying, if you can just compartmentalize what Vince McMahon built that you watch and then judge his personal life, business life, um, employer life separate from wrestling, you'll see that the pros and cons over in the WWE are much higher positively than anyone that may have a flawed, far be it from you to have a flawed character as well. <laughs> I, I think that when it comes to what Brandon J. Clack said, that there's a lot of people that are going to agree with him. And I think that he's made a great argument. I think that you actually do have to, if I'm honest, take into consideration the successes and the wins and the, what you built up over top of the character. But it's the same type of argument that makes us say that should America change or no? See, because America has been successful like Vincent Kennedy. <laughs> Just like, America's success. <laughs> Just like America's success with all of its wins and all of its success, <sighs> should we not still ask it to change? Should we not still ask it to be held accountable for its transgressions and what it's done? So if we just focus on the character of one thing, should we not look at the lineage of the mistakes that have been made that have paved the way for a system that is flawed and does not work currently for so many others? Yes, Vince has worked for so many, but Vince also has not worked for the majority. And so I look at you with that same tenacity in which you make that argument. And Vince McMahon finds himself in the seat of America. And I ask does everybody matter? Yes, they do. And because of that, Vince McMahon, the billionaire, the successful one, he who gave us Attitude Era, have to look at you the same way and say, yes, your character does come into play right here because we're talking about the totality of a man. Do all Vince McMahons matter? Do all Vincents matter? Do all Vince Russos matter? Do all wrestlings matter? I'm going to ask you this, class with that type of argument right there, that's how America got to where it is. You, sir, may be a racist. One, one, wow. one, one question. Is Michael Jordan the GOAT, yes or no? I would say he is. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball bouncing player. How come you're not taking his character, his private character, in consideration? No, no, no. GB asked the question huh? to start out. Let's talk Talk-up about you're not taking Vincent. Michael Jordan's character off the court. No, 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 did that really uh, just happen? I, I, yeah, I, I, I honestly oh wish. And product. We should have we we should have done some test runs with him so he can get his <laughs> win back up for his arguments because clearly he's two months out of shape when it comes to doing this. Oh, uh, when this the question weird. was asked, the question was asked about the case for Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He did not say Vincent Kennedy McMahon when it comes to wrestling. He and he did not Vincent say his character Kennedy. either. He did when not you say his character. A man, when there you is discuss a, a man, I, I there, thought we were talking about Mr. McMahon. 
Maybe no, I, I didn't no, know who you were no. talking about. No, I no, thought no. we were talking about yes, Mr. McMahon. Sir. You were talking about yes. Vince and okay. Kennedy McMahon. Then, oh, then I didn't even know. We, See what happens when the question is specified? No, 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 no. You, sir. Arguments sir, are built. Your argument is so weak. I really wish you'd been jousting for two months because you're out of shape. And you come back on this show out of shape. Here's the and you sad thing. You do this every life. week, and I got you swinging for freebies, trying to bring America in. Freebies? You're, you're swinging I'm for using freebies. The same you are, and I'm disappointed. I'm using that you the same principled something. argument that you would try to say you know you lost because <laughs> your, your, your principled <laughs> argument. I didn't realize. So you here's what I'll for, say to you. Guys, don't listen to group. the man who's you, sitting you, there with just the Just a minute. You want to grab Mr. McMahon's grapefruit. That's, that's the problem. That's the problem. You You've been reaching for low-hanging grapefruit. That's the problem. I get it now. That's your issue. You're upset because of grapefruit. You asked one honest question. You said, tell us about Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who happens to be a totality man. There is a totality to who he is. I say that. He said the moderator. Oh, I about to say, I know I didn't say that. No, and Jimmy did not say the totality of a man. No, he didn't. You lied. He did not say the word totality. GB don't forget nothing. GB don't forget nothing. GB, did you say totality? See, told you. I know he didn't say totality. I rest. GB, did you say the word totality? I like I know you didn't say the word totality. Because Courtney Beard does not mind stretching the truth to try to get an entertaining point. I'm about to pull the covers back, and I'm about to show the kayfabe for our story. Courtney Beard will say anything for an entertaining point, whether he believes it or not. Exposed. Did it just like this. Take it. Of course GB didn't say totality. So you want to mix in all different types of things about Vince's character to besmirch him. I know he's flawed. I know he's probably a racist. Sure. I yeah, I said it. I thought I we were that. talking about inside of the squared circle. And people racist, that man. aren't used to now, dealing with now, somebody. Now, that knows what they're now, talking here's my about. Problem. Try to add here's, on here's, top of here's, argument here's to make a you put your hand down. No, 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 no. Here's my problem. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Vince is not a racist. Now for you to call Vince McMahon a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, no, I, I got an issue with that. You got an issue with that. You got to be you of all people. I got an issue with that. You, you, you got an issue with that. Come on, man. Come on, man. This Come is on, the man. stuff that makes people go over the Come edge. On, Are you kidding me? You're, you, no, that, that little no, back man. and forth lie that you do no, when man. you pretend no. to be on Vince's side and then you hate him. Come on, man. That, that little back and forth. No, man. Boy, That's well. Clack. That's too far. That's too far. I, I, I will say this. I, I do and feel... I, I cannot believe that. It's too and, much. and and it's the, too the much. challenge with this... This show's supposed to be lighthearted and fun. Come on, man. I said it might be. No, you didn't say might. Play it back, GB. That he is. I said probably. No, I said no, might. No, man. Come, man. Come on, man. That's too much. So, might. a Mark lot Henry's? of... Uh, oh. Booker T? I, the Rock? So, look, I, I'll father, say... Junkyard I'll, dog. Make Mark Henry come up here and body slam you. Listen, don't please. slap taste out of Mark Henry mouth. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mark, don't Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mark, wait, whoa. I don't like, I don't like you. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. What is wrong with you? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yo, Mark, Mark would really slap me. Why would you do that? Mark would literally Mark would wear you out. You live in San Antonio. Wow. I know. Mark would literally slap me. And he may be watching this right now. So um, I, I'll just say this. I feel like Vince McMahon, part of the reason we're having this discussion is because 
it is a complicated legacy. There are yeah. things that were, I think, very, very good. I mean, you know, depending upon which side of it you're on. So if you're on the side yeah. of the AWA and uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling and World Class and all of the organizations that eventually sold to uh, WWE, you may not feel like it was good. Certainly sitting back here, you know, looking at the fact that we have the WWE Network, which has preserved all of these organizations' content and the like. Um, and really, it's become the hub for yeah. all pro wrestling. Um, you know, the history And that of shows the heart of a man. That shows well, the heart and, of a man. And it, right it, it, it does say a lot for him to pre preserve yeah, these types of things. You know, but you also cannot ignore... Uh, some of the other challenges that have gone uh, along with that in terms of and 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 we don't even have to go back that far. Let's stick to 2020 and the challenges of how WWE has handled the pandemic. You know, the fact that they would not have people masked, the fact that they did not have people tested, the fact that only after Taz makes this uh, comment about them running a sloppy shop and, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of three dozen people uh, get diagnosed with coronavirus, then you make the decision, okay, we're going to let masks be on television. Okay, we'll actually say, you know, or allude to uh, what's been going on in the world. I don't, you know, that's a difficult space to be in. You know, it's a really difficult space. And, and I will say this, I do think a lot of people could have taken lessons from New Japan um, and how they handled it. But I will say, the difference between New Japan and WWE is that New Japan did not have a billion-dollar television contract to uphold, you know? And so I think a lot of us might handle things a little bit differently if you've got a billion dollars on the line, you know? Um, you'll, you'll think a little bit differently. I don't know. The purpose of this discussion is so that everybody gets a chance to kind of, you know, see why it's complicated, why it's difficult. And I think ultimately the, the legacy of Vince McMahon will be based on what all of us ultimately think about him as fans. And, and I'll say this before we go. I, oh, I say this very carefully. We cannot discount the latter years of a person's contributions. And the reason why I say that is I think about a Joe Paterno who, you know, had all of these amazing years at Penn State and it was what happened in the last two years that ultimately tarnished his image. And there are several others that follow that. I say that to say, um, I think the book is still being written on Vince McMahon. How we come out of 2020 with this pandemic will say a lot. Um, people are going to ask the question, why does Hulk Hogan get removed from the Hall of Fame and yet returned to the Hall of Fame for racial comments? But one Donald J. Trump never gets removed from the Hall of Fame. You know, like, tolerate that are, racism. Those are those are com conversations and questions that are going to be asked, and which which then say a lot about the man. <laughs> oh boy! So well, 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 if people are saying a lot about a lot of things, I'm looking at June, July fifth, twenty eighteen, and I'm looking at a picture of a ladder where a man so influenced by WWE culture decides to take this ladder and try to reach as many people as he can with his beliefs. It's blurry, we can't see it. This is so, one Courtney Beard. This is one Courtney Beard 
Last Blurry. week, the tech team was readjusting some lighting, and I grabbed this picture because it reminds me of WWE. Later, when I, I looked at it, I had a different revelation. Oh, so now you change it how you feel. I had a different revelation. No matter how dark of a hell you may feel you're in, God will always supply a ladder for your escape. In context, I don't even have to, I don't have to stress the text. I, don't, I do that for a living. I'm not going to stress the text. In context, he is referring to the contribution that WWE made with a ladder about how he was able to climb a WWE ladder and retrieve a briefcase. So it is in his parallel that God rescued him like WWE rescued Courtney's perspective of wrestling. I'm done. I win. Goodbye. <laughs> You know, when people just stretch <laughs> things, they stretch them for their own sake and stretch them for their own good. I will say this, as much as I believe America has a lot of changing to do, I love America with all of my heart. In the same token, you can do the same thing with this type of deal. We're getting clack dancing. It's amazing. I will say this, though. It is amazing to see clack pull a Courtney on Courtney. It's quite interesting to see that happen. So, guys, I want to hear what you have to say in our comments, you know, what you think the legacy of Vince McMahon is. We've brought some compelling arguments to you. Certainly, you can let us know what you think about that in the comments, or if you're listening, you can hit us up by way of social media. All right. Here's how you can reach out to us by way of social media, as I know you guys are going to have a lot to say. Courtney, how can the people reach you? At I am Courtney Beard on Instagram, Courtney Beard on Facebook. I do not believe Mr. McMahon is a racist, like Clack said. Don't forget the fact that he said it, guys. That's too much. It's too far. Hashtag too much. Oh, wow. Clack, how can they reach you, sir? You can reach me at I am Courtney Beard on Instagram, uh, backslash Two Face, because he also celebrated Raw's 25th anniversary with us. And in the text, you can read it for yourself. Don't trust me. Go read it before he erases it. He talks about the brilliance of 25 years. That's where you can reach me in his comments. I'm going there now. I was celebrating Dr. Stevenson up there. No, you weren't. You don't even mention him. You literally don't even mention him. I do mention him. You, you literally do not even mention him. Go, go, go read it now. Go read, refresh it now. Go, go read it now. I do mention him. He's a liar. I do mention him. See, he will lie to say anything. It's right there. It's right there. He will lie. GB, the liar has, you know, that Luciferian spirit that's on Vince and jumped on my, come off my brother. The spirit of Lucifer that jumped on him. Has Shawn Michaels wrestled for any other wrestling organization other than the WWE? Yes. In the last 25 years. In the last 25 years, there is like this really random hidden video of him at some... Well, here's what's not hidden. Shawn Michaels with a WWE hashtag next to him on one Courtney Bear. His timeline is full of Vince McMahon's product. Because Shawn Michaels used to be a life group leader at one Cornerstone Church here in San Antonio, Texas. So you could reach me at Bonnerfied. You can reach us collectively at The Faction Show. Make sure you are following us uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also be sure to subscribe Lex to Luger, our podcast. Lex uh, Yeah, got him with his WWF clothes on. A lot of fun stuff. Until next time, guys, I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. 
GB represent for my good brothers, Brandon Clack, Courtney Beard, and of course the fourth horseman, John Murray, collectively. We're known as the Royal Rumble. I was never there. 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 I was never there.